I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is Sports Overnight America. I'm Lou Landers, joined by my co-host, Ron McLeese. And we're talking the biggest Week 3 surprises in the NFL. Ron, the Jags destroying the Chargers surprised me. Cooper Rush winning again surprised me. The Jags appear to be a competitive team this year. I honestly think they can contend for an AFC South Division title. I'll get your thoughts on that. But I also want to give the Cowboys some credit winning their second straight game without Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush looks the part. And if he does play again this weekend, I think he can make it three in a row. Bold call, Cotton. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll address the Jacksonville Jaguars first. Um this is a team that no one expected to be in the position that they're in. No one expected them to beat the Chargers. That's for dang sure. And the way that they did it and just uh, commanding that team, that, that game from the onset, it seemed like, um, you know, going into the half, I think, with a 16-7 to 7 lead. So they just piled it on in the second half. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, this kid, I think he, he's one of those players, I mean, that's – like he was compared to Peyton Manning for a reason, and I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning, but I think we all remember how bad Peyton Manning's rookie year was. I think Trevor Lawrence just needs some time to gel with these with these Jaguars and the new kind of the new sh- shiny toys that they have in this offense. And James Robinson, I mean, I think we got to tick our tip our hat to him just because coming back from the injury that he's coming back from, I don't think there's been ever been a running back that's been able to come back from this this quickly and look as good as he's looking right now out there on the field. So, and then a reclamation project of, of one Zay Jones, uh, 10 receptions for 85 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Zay Jones making that big of an impact. Uh, the receivers that they have in the, in the receiver room um, are all, he's getting the most out of them. I'll put it that way. So I really like their chances. And, and let's talk about the defense. I mean, wow. The defense, the, the picks that they made, uh, Devin Lloyd, um, obviously, the number one pick, Trayvon Walker, he's made some impact. So, I just want to talk about the Jaguars. That's it, Lou. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been impressive. And I had a bold call on my podcast this morning at drroto.com that they're going to beat the Eagles this weekend. So, um, what do you think of that? I think they uh, I think they can shock the world yet again. They did it against the Chargers. They can do it against the Eagles. Very impressed by the Jags for sure. This is Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers with Ron McLeese. We'll be back talking player versus player props for week four in the NFL. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this.
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool. Stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors, about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness, antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 910, limit 30. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Welcome back to Sports Overnight America. I'm Lou Landers with co-host Ron McLeese. We're here playing some props, player versus player props. So play along with us. First prop we got here, Ron, more passing yards. We got the Vikings and the Saints. This game's going to be in London. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, assuming Winston plays. There has been some rumors he may not. But if Winston does play, Ron, it's going to be Winston for me. Saints offense has been really pass heavy to begin the season. Winston is a chucker. We know that. He's had a lot of success with rookie wide receiver Chris Olave in the early going. Cousins obviously has a ton of targets to throw to, but they also run the football more than the Saints. They're a more balanced team, so I do think Winston will outpass Kirk Cousins in this matchup. Well, again, I'm 
wouldn't make for a good show if we agreed about everything, Lou. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Cousins this on this uh, call, on this prop bet, and I'll, and I'll explain why. For Winston, it, it, you know, it's it's the back. I think if he is if he does play, I, I do expect him to suit up. I think he's going to be just not his his regular self. I think he's going to be a little hobbled by that. Not to mention there is a little cloud there hanging over Michael Thomas's head. Chris Olave, I love the kid of Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Looks great. He's getting the targets. Uh, he's going to be a big uh, focal point for that team uh, moving forward. Having said that, I just think that you know if Michael Thomas is, is not healthy and, or he plays it less than 100%, that's also going to um, hurt Winston. Um, as, as one of his main targets. And, and on the Minnesota Vikings side, I just think that Cousins, uh, he's the type of quarterback that I think he's got targets. He's got – Jefferson's had two weeks in a row – yes, it's two weeks in a row, Lou, of just kind of stinking, uh, you know, pooping the bed. And I think that this is a time right now where they have to get Justin Jefferson involved. This He is the alpha dog and the best receiver in the NFL, hands down, I believe. A lot of people would, would agree there. They got to get him the ball, and I think this is uh, this is a chance. This is a time to do that. And not to mention, uh, I think again, uh, they have other targets there. I know Dalvin Cook is kind of questionable, but you have Alexander Madison there, and uh, again, the young tight end. His name escapes me, but he is up. Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, he's Irv Smith Jr. Thank you, Lou. Um, So again, I, I think it will be close, but I'll take the the healthy quarterback with you know, kind of reeling right now with that team wanting to make a statement more than anything else. And I think that's why I'm going to take to take uh, Cousins here. Yeah, I did take the Saints, uh, sorry, the Vikings to win this game on that podcast I alluded to um, earlier on tonight. Uh, but I do think that Winston being that chucker could certainly be the leading passer in the game. Either way, we'll move over to another one. We got the Jags versus the Eagles, Lawrence versus Hurts. And we already talked about Trevor Lawrence tonight, but I want to say, again, I've just been impressed by him. I've been impressed by the Jags offense overall. And I can say the same about the Eagles and Hurts. They've been fantastic. But Hurts also picks up a lot of yards on the ground. Lawrence finally looking the part. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence here, Ron. Trevor Lawrence, it seems like the story tonight here on the show. and uh, It's hard to bet against Trevor Lawrence. And I'll tell you what, given what Jalen Hurts has done, I just feel strongly that to our earlier takes here in the show tonight, that the Jaguars defense is is one of the top defense, defensive units out there. And I think the, the, the selections that they made in the draft and kind of just the missing pieces, I think they filled in there. Uh, and the secondary is not terrible either, so uh, it's not their strength. Doug Peterson that, revenge game, too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to play for in this matchup. And, again, I, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence, too, because I think that he he's hot. Um, he is the prototypical passing quarterback. Hurts has, has done a lot this year. He's uh, the maturation process. We've seen this. But I think that this is one of those, maybe more of a gut call here, Lou, for me. But I think that. If there's ever a week where Jalen Hurts' uh, stats take a hit here and hurt a little bit, no pun intended, I think it's going to be this week against Jacksonville. And again, like you said, the revenge game factor is is in play. Totally. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of points more on that in a bit here. Uh, More total yards. Indianapolis versus Tennessee. Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry. And there's two main reasons why I'm choosing Jonathan Taylor. 
The first is about the defense. So the Colts have a good one. The Titans don't. They're not going to be able to slow Taylor down. The second reason, Taylor more versatile, bigger factor in the passing game than Henry is. Give me Taylor. I'm also going to take Taylor here because I think there's a couple of factors, of factors that you brought up here. Um, the offensive line for the Titans has been putrid. I mean, uh, arguably one of the worst offensive lines uh, out there right now. And that's their, been their strong point over, over the past few years with the this Titans team making a strong, deep run into the playoffs in the past. I mean, it's been the focal point is the running game. Derrick Henry doesn't look like he's the same guy, but again, I'm not putting it all on Derrick Henry just because of, of that offensive line and their woes. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is due for a big game here. You know, ride your horse and, and ride him hard. I think Jonathan Taylor, uh, this is a game where they early on need to grind it out. And like you said, there's really nobody in the middle of that uh, Titans, uh, you know, um, defense that's really going to be the guy that's going to be able to stop Jonathan Taylor and make those stops. So, again, they're they're missing that there in the middle of that defense. So just that de facto, uh, de facto just big middle linebacker that can get the job done. He doesn't exist for the Titans. So, again, I'm going to go with the side with your side there on Taylor. All right, more receptions. Cowboys, Commanders, Lamb versus McLaurin. And I'm going to take Lamb here pretty easily, actually. McLaurin going to have to deal with Trayvon Diggs, who dominated him last year. It's been excellent for his other top wide receivers dating back to last year. Of course, this year too. Lamb, on the other hand, quiet in week one, but been heavily targeted and utilized the past couple weeks. Will continue to lead the Cowboys in targets on a weekly basis and gets a really nice matchup against a commander's defense that really can't stop anybody right now. Yeah, you know what? I love me some good lamb and and lamb chops too. But uh, lamb is... I don't think it really matters. Uh, Cooper Rush, who, whoever's throwing him the ball, I really don't think it matters. He's going to get his, and you brought up kind of the, the matchup there with McLaurin and Diggs. That, that's, a big, that's a big one there, and it's going to be tough for him. Uh, I'll, I'll side with the history here, too. I, I'm going to take Lamb here. I think he's going to have more receptions. Again, he, he's, he's the focal point. There's a reason uh, the Noah Brown experience has been good, and he's been a nice secondary uh, option there. Uh, with Michael Gallup out, and speaking of which, if Michael Gallup does play, I think that helps Lamb even more. So because uh, again, that's it's going to draw more coverage away, and defenses are going to have to respect a uh, Gallup too. So again, I like the call there. I'll take Lamb with more receptions uh, on my. Uh, dinner table too all right all right buffalo bills baltimore ravens great game between two great quarterbacks let's talk about the two biggest pass catchers on these teams stefan diggs mark andrews i do think diggs gonna outgain andrews through the air i do think it's andrews who will make more catches though in a highly competitive game like this one should be I think Lamar Jackson going to rely heavily on his best and favorite target, leading me to believe Andrews will lead everyone and catches in this game. I think Josh Allen spreads the ball around a little more, and I also have a lot more faith in Devin Singletary than I do in any of the running backs for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I think Andrews is, he is, you know, so far I think, Obviously, it's always going to be between Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews as far as that top tight end goes. But as far as this goes, for this prop, I'm definitely going to take Andrews. I just feel like uh, this is a guy that, again, he's the focal point. Lamar Jackson has has had an amazing year so far. I think that continues. 
and uh, he's just going to continue to funnel the ball to Mark Andrews, and, and this guy's going to get it done in crunch time for him too. Diggs, I think, on the other hand, great receiver, um, does a lot of things well. Yes, they may have a little bit, be suffering a little bit of that hangover effect uh, from the loss last week. Having said that, uh, Gabriel Davis, you know, another week, hopefully uh, healthier there. So I think, again, he's going to steal some of those targets and receptions away from Diggs, and he should, moving forward, do be more of a, a focal point for them. Um, yeah, I think Dawson yeah. Knox could also start taking some targets away too. Guy that's been underutilized so far by the Bills. Uh, we'll have to see how that rolls. But this is Sports Overnight of America. Lou Landers with Ron McLeese. And we'll be back talking more games for this weekend. We'll preview some. We'll give you some bets and more right after these messages. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. We are back here on Sports Overnight of America. I'm Lou Landers with my co-host Ron McLeese. We're previewing some games for Week 4 in the NFL, giving you some bets as well. And Ron, one I took a look at this week that I really liked was the Cardinals plus one on the road against the Panthers. Panthers defense performed well this year, I'll say that. But I think that they just don't have enough on offense. And their defense, it's underrated, and they'll keep them in games. But Baker Mayfield just isn't good, man. Pass catchers in Carolina are suffering because of it. Christian McCaffrey can only do so much on his own. He hasn't practiced this week, so that's concerning. This Cardinals offense, despite not having DeAndre Hopkins, still good because they have Kyler Murray. The guy might be unconventional, but he's a playmaker. And they're in every game they play because of Kyler Murray. Even if the Panthers manage to keep this game close because of that defense, when it comes down to the final score, I'm betting on Kyler Murray over Baker Mayfield every single time. And you're just right. You're right about that, Lou. That's a bet that you're going to most likely win every single time if you're betting uh, uh, betting on Kyler Murray versus uh, Baker Mayfield. I think Baker's still, you know, Lavisca Chenault was is a nice little piece for them, and he's a, a a tool that they can use for big plays, and they need that type receiver. But um, let's just be honest here. If not for the big play, I mean, this Panthers offense just really. DJ Moore, where are you? I, I haven't seen him. I don't know if he's still playing football, but I mean that that to me is more of an indictment against uh, Baker Mayfield. To your point, um, as, as far as this this game goes, I think the Cardinals are, are going to roll um, over the Panthers, and I, I don't think it's going to be pretty. And I think that we're going to see a lot of uh, mop up duty there in the second half of this game. But yeah, well, I'm definitely. It feels almost. Like free money, the fact that the Cardinals are actually the underdogs in this game. That's what's really stood out to me. Yeah, and I don't get that either. I mean, especially given the uncertainty of one Christian McCaffrey, their best player in the focal point, um, not practicing. Uh, we're not sure. Yeah, they're optimistic. But again, you know, th- this is a type of player that, you know, if you're without him, uh, I don't know. That line's probably going to move a little bit, I would think without Christian McCaffrey, but assuming he does play still, I mean, you know, that it's, it's mind boggling to me too, Lou. How about this one? Jags, Eagles total at 46 and a half. It opened up closer to 48 and a half, but now it's a 46 and a half. And these two teams combining to score over 56 points per game this season. They are both top 10 offenses in terms of yards and points per game. So you would think the total would be higher because of that. But clearly Vegas, who sets these lines, looking at the defenses here and seeing that they're both top 10 defenses in terms of yards allowed and points allowed. The thing is, if you look at these teams and the teams that they've played so far, None of those teams are really offensive threats, and the weakness of each of these teams on defense happens to be the strengths of the opposing team's offense. Jags have run the ball very well this season. The Eagles, middle of the pack against the run. Eagles, third best passing offense in the NFL this season. Jags are in the bottom third of the league against the pass. That tells me it's going to be an offensive shootout, and 46.5 is way too low of a total, so give me the over. Yeah, it definitely that secondary to Jaguars, again, to my earlier points, is not their strong suit. Uh, they will put pressure on Jalen Hurts, and they're going to try to frustrate him and, and kind of make sure that he doesn't beat them uh, around the edge or, or have any big plays. 
Uh, having said that, yeah, I think attacking that secondary is the way to go for Jalen Hurts. And, and, and again, we, we saw Devonta Smith have a big game last week. Uh, I think that, again, this is going to be one of those just back-and-forth type uh, of matchups, uh, high-scoring affairs. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on the over. I think that um, there will there'll be a couple big plays by the defense on both sides. But, I, again, there's going to be a lot more bigger plays offensively um, through the air and on the ground. Like you said, the Jaguars' ground game has been on a roll. And Travis Etienne, I, I look to see him get more involved here as the season progresses. Um, just to kind of keep uh, James Robinson a little fresher than he is, um, again, coming back from that injury. So, yeah, I think a lot of points are uh, on are coming up here in this game, and I would say 50-plus. Yeah, I mean, both these offenses want to score a lot of points. They're not, not that they're not playing good defense because they are, and the stats would indicate that, but they're winning their games because of the explosiveness on the offense. They're making you, big plays defensively. Yeah. Yeah, but they overall, are. yes, they're giving up yardage. Yeah, and you mentioned Devonta Smith, and he could have another big game. But you could also see another big A.J. Brown game all of a sudden. Zay Jones was huge last week. I think Christian Kirk has been such a huge addition to the Jaguars all much. I think it's really brought uh, Lawrence Long. And you know what? Don't be surprised if Evan Ingram, guy who was sh- shunned basically by the Giants and all their fans, if he comes up with a big play in this game. Because he's been looked at at times in key situations as well. And he's a guy that we do know has the skill set to be a playmaker. Yeah, he was definitely shunned. He's been shunned by a few teams, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Evan Ingram. Um, um, poor Evan Ingram. Cl- Cleveland Browns, Atlanta Falcons. Browns, one-point favorites on the road. Seems a little low to me. Um, I would kind of think the Browns would be more heavily favored here, but maybe because the Falcons got a win last week, they're getting a little more credit than they deserve. But it was against a horrible Seattle team. That's why I'm not so sure I'm all impressed with what the Falcons bring to the table, especially defensively. Looking at the Browns, yeah, they collapsed against the Jets in Week 2, and it makes them look much worse than they are in reality because they should be 3-0. and And their defensive ranks look much different without that Jets game in the mix. They're the better team offensively because of their number one rushing attack in the NFL. They're better defensively than the Atlanta Falcons, too. And, I mean, the only thing I can think of why the Browns aren't favored is because the game's being played in Atlanta. But although home field obviously a factor on, it's not the end-all be-all in determining who's going to win a football game. Looking at these teams, the Browns are clearly the better the better team. It's pretty clear. And again, I think the home field factor come into play here, you know, with this one and a half points. I mean, come on, man. The Browns. No, it's, it's actually, that's the thing. It's down to one now, even like at one and a half. I was like, sure. And now it's down to one. So, I mean, they can win 21, 20 even, and we could at least push our bet. (laughs) Like it's, it's not asking for very much. And, and again, the Falcons are a team that you, you can definitely press up the middle and you can run on the, the Falcons. And I think, that, again, that that's obviously the Browns' M.O., exactly what they do best, and, and take some shots here and there with Jacoby Brissett. Um, you know, be, try to get Donovan Peoples-Jones involved. He wasn't too involved last week. But, I mean, they have weapons. Obviously, Amari Cooper having his kind of breakout game as a Cleveland Brownie uh, this past week. They'll look to continue that. But, yeah, I mean, this is, to me, doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's, it's a head-scratcher. Um, 
and having said that, you know, how much faith do you really have in the Falcons uh, offensively to really do that much? I mean, Mariota, more of like game manager type quarterback. Yeah, like, I Ron, I like Drake London. I love Kyle Pitts. I think Cordero Patterson's an exciting player. But you need someone to be able to get these guys in position to make plays for you. And Mariota's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not flashy. There's nothing sexy about the guy at all. He's just kind of like that game manager type of uh, kind of reminds me a lot of, of Teddy Bridgewater, maybe earlier in his career. I mean, there's nothing special about the guy. Um, he can help engineer some wins here and there. It just he won't lose the game for you, but he's not going to win a lot of games either at the same time. So it's truth kind of be told, deal. I think Teddy Bridgewater would be doing a better job. The only thing that Mariota is better at is his mobility. Uh, he can make some things happen with his legs, and that kind of does add a factor to this Falcons defense. One more bet here. We have some time. Los Angeles Rams on the road Monday night football, taking on their division rival San Francisco 49ers. And the Rams are actually the underdogs here. Uh, line opened up, I think it was at plus one and a half or even plus two, which obviously would have been better. But Rams still the underdog by one point, and I'm in favor of them regardless. Uh, they haven't looked their best this season, sure, but they've still looked much better than the 49ers have looked with Jimmy G under center. I just do not trust or have faith in Jimmy G to lead a 49ers offense to enough points to be the high-flying Rams offense. What I do have trust in, though, is Matthew Stafford getting the ball into the hands of Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and maybe even Allen Robinson. The two-headed monster running the football with Akers and Henderson. Rams enter this game with no question marks in my mind. 49ers enter the game with a question mark at literally the most important position on the field. I don't know how I could go against the Rams here. Well, I think it's just the fact that the Rams haven't looked like the same Rams team from last year. I mean, this is a, a team that got all the way to the Super Bowl. So I mean, that's probably a lot of it right there. I mean, winning the Super Bowl was big for them, but Again, I think there's a little bit of a, you know, they're expected to be that great team. And I think that, again, it's hard for a team to reach that pinnacle and then the following year to repeat. But having said that, all the weapons are in place. It's just they brought everybody back. It's the same team on paper. I think Matthew Stafford's working through some things. I think that early on, uh, I mean, I've, I've heard people say that this is the – Detroit Lions version of Matthew Stafford that they're seeing out there. I wouldn't necessarily say that go that far. I would say that I think again maybe it's a little rust that just needs to you know come off. But having said that, I mean come on man, this is this is you know almost criminal the fact that they are the underdogs playing on the road in San Francisco to a 49ers team to your point Lou that's being led by Jimmy G, who again is not going to be a big play type of quarterback. Uh, it's just going to kind of even kill, um, keep you in the game. Yes. But is he going to be the guy to lead you down the field in the final two minutes for the game winning drive? Not the guy. I mean, he's just, just not Jimmy G. Uh, Matthew Stafford on the other hand is that guy. So yeah, I mean, I'm a hundred percent with you here with the Rams. And I think again, this is a get right type of a of setup game for them this week. Um, you know, to, in week four to get things going for this Rams offense. And I think this is exactly when it kind of starts for them. How about really the Rams defense? It's a get right game for them against Garoppolo (laughs) because Garoppolo hasn't looked very good. I mean, sure. He looked fine in their week two win, but he came in without having to do anything. They had a lead and they just kind of, 
cruise to that win. Um, yeah, exactly. Garoppolo has not looked good at all. This is Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers, Ron McLeese will be back talking more NFL, of course, some daily fantasy sports for week four. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business, but not too businessy. Staples has you covered. And now at Staples, take up to 50% off select chairs and up to 75% off select desks. Plus, with 25% off Staples furniture support, we'll assemble your new furniture and guarantee it against wear and defects. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. Ends 9-3 in-store only this view was worth a hike right and it's a good way to stay on top of my health yes i'm colaguard a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk have you screened for colon cancer not yet don't wait it's more treatable when caught in early stages tell me more colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home it detects altered dna in your stool to find 92 percent of colon cancers 92 percent Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone, as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Welcome back to Sports Overnight America. Lou Landers with Ron McLeese, and we're talking some NFL daily fantasy sports 
for week four. We're using the DraftKings pricing and scoring, and we'll start with the quarterback position. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, $8,400 at the Ravens, and yes, that's an expensive price, Ron, but Josh Allen has put up three straight games of 30-plus DraftKings points to begin the season. He has a 9-2 to touchdown-to-interception ratio, over 100 yards rushing, a rushing TD, and taking on a Ravens defense this week that has been torched the past two weeks by the Dolphins and the Patriots. Ravens defense ranks dead last in the NFL against the pass. They're allowing 353 passing yards per game. Has also led them to ranking dead last in yards allowed per game too. So this is yet again another week where Josh Allen is going to shine. Having him in your lineups as a core play is going to set you up to cash. I mean, he's Josh freaking Allen. I mean, this guy is the best, the cream of the crop. Uh, he gives you what he gives you through the air, and then he also helps you with his legs. I mean, this is uh, – and, and, again, the targets that he has, this offense. Uh, this is a game – keep your eye on the weather. I think hopefully the weather doesn't affect it. But even even if there is some showers there, I, I don't think it's going to stop Josh Allen at all here in, in Baltimore from doing what he does best through the air, on the ground. Um, he's going to be – Put up some big points this week, and yeah, at 8,400, you're paying for the best quarterback out there on the slate um, because you know exactly what he's going to do um, and what he's capable of, and you know that's why he's you know the, the first quarterback on the list tonight. Uh, definitely, and of course, there's other great quarterbacks, including the guy who's going up against him, Lamar Jackson. But I want to look at two guys who you can get for under six thousand dollars. Got Jared Goff against a very bad Seahawks defense who ranks in the bottom third of the league in points allowed this Lions offense averaging over 30 points per game I think Goff can deliver you 20 or more points which would more than 3x his price and then Matt Ryan 5600 two of his three games this season he's delivered more than 3x his price the one week he didn't is when he didn't have Michael Pittman Michael Pittman of course back and 20 or more points is certainly in the cards for Matt Ryan with a healthy offense. Titans defense 29th in the league against quarterbacks and DFS so far. So I'm definitely liking Matt Ryan as one of the better values at the quarterback position this weekend. Yeah, I'll start with uh, one Mr. Josh Goff. Uh, Goff season is going to be over soon, but I mean, this guy, he, he's living it up and then just the fact of he's able to spread that ball around, I think that uh, having the viable targets that he has, uh, just think what he can do once he gets Jameson Williams, you know, the the rookie receiver from Roll Tide in there. Uh, again, guys like Josh Reynolds stepping up, he, he's distributing the ball all over the place. You got DJ Shark, uh, Shark Week coming soon too. I, I just like how he's able to, to, you know, get it to everyone and, and keep everyone involved in this offense. And I think, again, um, you know, that's, again, Jared Goff maybe maturing and getting to a point where he's comfortable with this offense. And against Seattle, again, this is a defense that really, uh, they may have a couple of edge rushers to bring some heat. But, again, I'm not, that doesn't concern me because I know that he's going to be able to dump that ball off quickly. Um, no Swift, more than likely, I don't think it's going to be an issue. We'll get to that. No, no, Jamal Texas. Williams is a guy to like this week for sure because uh, he does have a 
lock basically on a lot of carries uh gets red zone touches and seahawks defense 27th versus running backs allowing over 150 yards in the ground per game so i like jamal williams there and also that chris reynolds kid uh he's not too bad either i do like him if you remember what he did at the end of last year it came out of nowhere i like him more in season long fantasy though as like a cheap flex Uh, as a play this right. week in terms of like the touchdowns and the volume, I definitely do like Jamal Williams, which does take us into the running backs. Uh, Jamal Williams, fairly priced. I like another Williams, that man, of course, Javante. Um, hasn't had a huge fantasy day yet, but the Raiders are 30th in the league against running backs this season. And the Broncos got to get that running game going. I think it will help get that pass offense going eventually. So both Jay Williamses are guys I like. But my favorite, Ron, Austin Eckler, 7,700, taking on the Texans. The matchup is as good as it gets. The Bears took full advantage of this matchup in Week 3. You can bet the Chargers are going to do the same thing here in Week 4. Texans are dead last in the NFL against the run, allowing over 200 yards per game on the ground. Eckler yet to score a touchdown this season has hurt the overall production in daily fantasy, but it's only a matter of time before this guy breaks through and reaches pay dirt, maybe even multiple times. He has seen 18 targets in the passing game in just the past two weeks, so that gives him a safe floor production-wise, but as he starts to do more on the ground and score those touchdowns, this guy has massive, massive games upcoming, and I think week four is going to be the first of many. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be sleeping or giving up on Austin Eckler due to his slow start this season. And, and again, a lot of DFS players are probably going to do that, and I think that's going to be a mistake. Uh, having said that, yeah, I mean, you brought up just uh, how the Bears were able to just run over this uh, Houston Texans uh, defense. And, and really, I think, again, to, they don't have that, that true you know quarterback of the defense in the middle of that defense to really be that uh, – uh, that guy to call the shots there. And I think that that's a big problem for them. Um, and it's going to continue to be a problem with teams attacking them through on the ground week after week because they can't stop the run. And they proved that last week. We're going to see that again this week with Eckler. So, yeah, at 7,700, I love that. Love that call, Lou. And then with the Williams uh, boys here, I, again, Javante Williams is due. 6,600. I think this is a week where we might see a full explosion from Javante Williams. Uh, Melvin Gordon, again, he's just going to just take, you know, touches away here and there and try to maybe keep him fresh. Having said that, Javante Williams is a superior talent. Um, Again, can catch passes out of the backfield too, so he's going to help you there. Jamal Williams has just been uh, a banger. I mean, this guy is even with Swift in there, he's been getting the job done. He, I think he's had the most red zone touches uh, out of all uh, the backs in the NFL so far this season. I know it's early, but that says a lot, I think, about how much they trust Jamal Williams with the rock inside the red zone. Um, you know, to get that, to, to push it forward and to get those tough yards uh, when it's when they're it's hardest to do that, you know, um, against those goal line formations. So, Jamal Williams is going to be he's going to have that backfield to himself for the most part. Like I said, they'll sprinkle in a little bit of Chris Reynolds here, here and there. They might activate Justin Jackson off the practice squad, stuff like that. But again, um, he's going to get a huge workload. And I think that uh, you brought up Damian Pierce is kind of like the lower end. I love that call. I mean, 5600, man, he's a hell of a, a bargain, I think. Um, and I think that yeah, Pierce of... Pierce could be nice just because of the volume he gets. 
the volume, yeah, and the fact that I think a lot of people still aren't on him yet, maybe a little more so after last week when he had a, a good week uh, and being a rookie there on a team that's going to probably get behind a lot. But having said that, he will have opportunities, and um, I, I think he'll, he'll definitely make the most of them. And again, that price point at 5600 against a, I believe that's a Chargers team that's going to be playing without Bosa, correct, Lou? It certainly is. Yeah, I like him even more. Yeah, Damian Pierce, 5,600, not a bad play. Over to some wide receivers. And you got to look at Stephon Diggs, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Michael Pittman as three guys you would use with the quarterbacks that we mentioned earlier. But also Isaiah McKenzie, a nice cheap option to use with Josh Allen. And DJ Chark could be a good sneaky play with Goff if Amon Ross St. Brown ends up missing the game due to his ankle injury. But beyond the guys to stack with, there are some others I like. My two favorite wide receivers this week, though, Ron, based on price and matchup the first cd lamb sixty seven hundred dollars washington been beaten up in the passing game for three straight weeks there's no reason to believe that won't happen again in week four 30th in the league against wide receivers in dfs lamb set up nicely to take advantage of that he's seen at least 11 targets in every game this season over the past two games he's been efficient in bringing in those targets 15 catches 160 yards the past couple weeks so look for him to be a very highly targeted player this week whether it be dak or or rush under their center and my other wide receiver i really like is a guy you brought up earlier tonight in amari cooper sixty three hundred dollars taken on the falcons really good matchup for him falcons 29th in the league against wide receivers they're allowing over 270 passing yards per game this season amari cooper the obvious number one option in this browns passing game past two weeks Brissett has targeted Cooper 21 times. They've hooked up for 16 catches over 200 yards and two touchdowns and back-to-back 100-yard games for Amari Cooper. He'll look to continue that trend this weekend. Yeah, I'm a big Cooper fan. I think the explosion will continue there in in Atlanta, hot Atlanta there. And obviously, to your point with C.D. Lamb, that that's this is a guy that he's going to continue to get peppered uh, with targets. And, and uh, again, the Washington, great matchup for him. Um, these are guys that, uh, along with your call on, uh, I, I'd watch him on Ross St. Brown. I know he's they're, they're handling him with kick gloves this week at practice and so on and so forth, but I don't think it's anything that's too serious. Um, yeah, if he's healthy, me. if he's healthy and you're using golf, you're using a Monra. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that stack is, is going to be one of the most, it might be a chalk stack, but having said that, I mean, to win money, and finish above the pay line, you're going to probably need to have that stack um, and, and employ that. So, uh, and Pittman, again, great call there. Stack him up there with, with Ryan. I think you'll be happy with that. And, and obviously the no-brainer with Diggs and, and Josh Allen. Yeah, and I like McKenzie, as I mentioned. Of course, you could look at the tight ends here. Certainly Knox with Allen and uh, Hawkinson with Goff. But there's some other tight ends I really like this week, specifically the two guys um, – and they're two of the top three on this slate. Andrew's obviously expensive, doesn't have the best of matchups, but always a good option. But Darren Waller and Kyle Pitts, Ron. Waller's 5,600, good matchup against Denver. They haven't ranked well versus the tight end this season. We know Waller, one of the more skilled players at the position, hasn't had that monster 8 to 10 catches, 100-plus yards in a touchdown game. Maybe he won't with Devontae Adams in the picture, but a very nice floor from Waller every week and a guy possessing the upside to be one of the highest scoring on the slate. And then, of course, Kyle Pitts, non-existent for the first two weeks, but in week three, much more involved. Marcus Mariota, 
Mariota was basically making a concerted effort to get Pitts the ball. A season high in targets, catches and yards with eight targets, five catches, 87 yards. He and Drake London are the main pass catchers in the offense. Pitts, the more established of the two. I expect him to see plenty of work in this game. Waller and Pitts, two of my favorites this week. Yeah, I think Waller, this is a guy that you're going to attack Denver Broncos. Attack him with the tight end, and I believe that obviously Darren Waller, one of, one of the top options. You know, tight end is a tough position, you know, to kind of bank on consistency from week to week outside the top tier options like a Travis Kelsey, like a Mark Andrews. I mean, those are no brainer plays. But I think with Darren Waller, um, a bigger piece of the pie is coming his way again. He's still adjusting to, you know, the fact that they have a guy like Devontae Adams, you know, on the team now. Um, so, again, don't expect huge weeks week after week, but I do think that this is this is one matchup that's set up for him where he should um, have plenty of targets and be fun on the ball. Kyle Pitts, you're right. I mean, this is, it's, it's been a slow-moving season as he's been kind of invisible so far, but last week we did kind of see him being more involved, and I think this is a week, again, against the Cleveland Browns. If they're going to play and keep up with the Cleveland Browns and their game plan to run run the smash mouth football, Kyle Pitts is going to need to catch balls and a lot of balls this week uh, with Drake also. So, and lastly, I think you brought up Tyler Conklin. This is a guy that uh, I, I'll go out there and say he's. I hadn't brought underrated. up Conklin yet, but you can steal my, my thunder. You have about 15, 20 I, seconds before I think we this guy's the break. most underrated tight end in the NFL. I said it there, Lou, at 3,600 at Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it's a great matchup for him. Zach Wilson coming back may be a little concerned because you got a new quarterback under center. But having said that, I shouldn't say new, just new for him this season. But Conklin is a guy that's been consistent at the tight end position every week. He's got yeah. points. Well, Flacco has targeted him 17 times the past two weeks. So hopefully Wilson does the same and you're Thanks. getting good value at 3600 with Conklin. But this is Sports Overnight. America Lou Landers, Ron McLeese. And after the break, we'll talk NFL Survivor Picks for Week 4. Stay tuned right after these messages. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. 
UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800 824 5131. 800 824 5131. That's 800 824 Offense. Aaron Rodgers finding playmakers on the outside. They have a good run game. The defense looks great. And they take on a Patriots team that really isn't all that good to begin with. Now, of course, they're without starting quarterback Mac Jones. This game's at home for the Packers in Lambeau Field. I will take the Packers all day, 10 times out of 10. Pack's back. Yeah, I love the call. And again, I think that all your points are, are very accurate here. Um, this is a tough week if you look at if look at the matchups. I mean, there are a lot of matchups could go either way. I'm actually going to stay with the primetime matchup. It's the Rams, and it's the Rams, and it's the Rams. This week. Oh, come on, man. You can't take the Rams. You can't not take a divivisional rivalry on the road in Survivor in Week 4. I understand if it's I'm Week 12. Okay, fine, but you're going <laughs> to – but it's just, it, it's just not good advice. You just can't advise people to take road teams in divisional matchups in week four. I know, but it's also kind of that, uh, I think, letdown factor where I think the Rams are a team that uh, are going to be chopping at the bit here um, in prime time to make a big statement here in front of everyone and their their parents and sisters and brothers. I tell you, Matt Stafford's going to come out firing I just feel like, again, Jimmy G. I hope he does, Ron. I I have a parlay that has the Rams. And the money line was actually worth more than taking them um, plus one. So I have them on a money line as part of a parlay. Did the same thing with the Cardinals as we talked about both those games. So I hope you're right. I mean, my other team would be the Steelers if I was going to pick another team against the Jets because they're playing at home. And I think the Jets, you know, with Zach Wilson, he's going to make some mistakes. He's going to have rust. So if you want to play it safer, that would be my other team. Yes. See, that's one I can get behind. There you go. All right. That's what I can get behind, brother. <laughs> Thanks to Sports Byline USA, the Armed Forces Network, all our listeners nationwide. 
Don't go anywhere, folks. Keep it right here. Stay tuned. More sports over in Night America after these messages.